0: On Wednesday, November 24th at 6 p.m., we'll flip a switch and light the Christmas lights on the Times Tower, continuing a tradition that began in 1960. We'll have fireworks, a live web stream on the Timestribune.com, Lynette's Twirlers, the Ballet Theater of Scranton, the Acapinti Dance Company, the Amazing Franco, a visit with Santa, food trucks, street vendors, a coloring contest, and more. It's a great family event, and everyone is invited. It takes place from 4 to 6 p.m. Kevin Fitzgerald is chief engineer at Rock 107, ESPN Radio, and Q92. He's also director of engineering at Shamrock Communications, which includes 13 total radio stations in Pennsylvania, Maryland, Wisconsin, and Nevada. Kevin has been with Time Shamrock for over 25 years and is our expert when it comes to towers, radio signals, and in recent years, putting lights on a radio tower. Kevin, welcome to News Engine. Thank you so much, Ed. You know, when I was a kid growing up in South Scranton, there were a couple of constants when I looked out my bedroom window. One of them was the Electric City sign, and the other was the what I'm going to call the Times Tower. But it's not really the Times Tower, is it? It's actually the WEJL Tower.
1: Yeah, and it's actually home to a whole bunch of stations, actually. So um, the 6.30 a.m., WEJL is on there, but also 9.10 a.m. is on there. And uh, 107.3, which is Rock 107. Uh, In the Scranton area is actually on there. 1027 is on there, which is uh, actually uh, Q92's repeater in Scranton. And uh, 100.5 is on there, and that's an FM signal for people to get FM, to get ESPN radio, uh, you know, 630 AM on FM.
0: There's a lot going on up on the... On there's the a lot going on up there. there no doubt. How tall is the actual tower? I know there's the, the measurement from the ground to the top of the tower, but then there's the top of the building to the top of the tower. How, how tall is the actual tower?
1: The tower is 396 feet, and that is based on the blueprint, which I actually have the original blueprint for the tower. So it was made by Lehigh Structural Steel, which was the tower manufacturing division of Bethlehem Steel Corporation. And after World War II, they got into the tower business for a number of years, and many towers in eastern Pennsylvania were built by them. And uh, they actually built nice stuff, actually. The tower is not a spring chicken, but it's in very good condition. We have a crew up every year and inspect the tower, and uh, it's in amazingly good condition. It was built like an erector set. Every piece of the tower was dipped in galvanizing solution. And back in the old days, they spent a lot more time and uh, effort uh, and uh, they did a really nice job when they manufactured the tower. So it's, it's actually still in really nice condition, actually.
0: So I would imagine every couple of years, every so often, we probably got to paint that thing, right? Well, actually, we're
1: not required to paint it anymore. And painting doesn't really do anything to protect the, to protect the uh, structure because it is a galvanized structure. The galvanizing solution is what protects it. Um, we have an, a couple of times put some... Uh, Rust preventative type material on a couple of spots on the tower, uh, but uh, there's very, very it's really needed very little of that because the galvanized solution is very thick. Okay, so it's like it's like like a Z-barting a a tower, not a car.
0: I got you. My question was going to be if we were painting it, uh, you know, for blocks around, I would imagine every car in the city's got uh, little specks of paint on it. But since we don't have to do that, we don't we don't do that very often. There there was an incident
1: many, many years ago. And so what happened um, is that the FAA changed their rules and regulations in the 90s, and that allowed us to put strobe lights on the tower instead of standard um, lights. Which were the you know the regular aircraft red beacons, and uh, so we actually have strobe lights on the tower that that operate during the. The painting was for aeronautical safety during the day. Obviously not at night because you can't see it at night. But um, so uh, we have what's called a dual lighting system. It, it operates in the in the red mode at night, even though it looks like a traditional beacon. It's actually the strobe blinking very slowly.
0: So essentially, it's there. Well, we, we painted it in, it was then, painted for daytime for visual uh, reference for the pilots. Correct. Um, but at night, the, the strobes, and we're pretty close to an air corridor, right? That goes uh, to well, the airport. I can tell
1: you that I've talked to number, <laughs> I, I fly quite a lot, and I've talked to a number of pilots, and it is a very favorite reference mark to line up with the Avoca airports. So. Okay,
0: so you see the tower, and you know the next big yeah. thing you're going to see is the runway. <laughs> pretty much. Nice. And so uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's quite a good reference point so
1: and actually the FAA prefers strobe lights during the day because in foggy conditions you can still see the tower.
0: I don't think people realize that the tower is electrified. So, so all of the, the you know the rogue, uh, I don't know, base jumpers who want to you know somehow break into the building and 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 climb up it and jump off of it, probably not a good idea, right? It's it's got a electricity running through it.
1: Yeah, well, AM radio requires that the entire tower be uh, energized with RF, which is essentially electrified. Uh, it's slightly different, but it's it, the result is still the same. Basically, you will get a shock if you touch the tower. The tower sits on four base insulators and those insulators are made out of ceramic material like basically glass is very very expensive very very pressure tested to withstand the weight of the tower sitting on them and they've been sitting on them since 1949 so uh none of them have cracked and they're still all exactly the same ones i do check them from time to time and it is possible to replace them you have to jack it up an inch or two which just sounds crazy but It is true, you can do that, and you can replace the the ceramic uh, pieces, but we've never had to do that, actually.
0: Any sense of how much that thing weighs? I mean, it's on the top of the building, and I don't know if people realize this, but the fifth floor of this building is not an original part of the building. We added this on for the radio stations, and then we put this big tower on top of it Uh,
1: you know i'm not it's many tons i can tell you that but i am not sure of the actual weight i I bet you on the blueprint somewhere i'll have to dig that up someday and and let you know what the actual weight
0: is i have to tell you i'm almost surprised that i asked you a question you you didn't know i'll get to the easy stuff now about the about the lighting um because we do this every year and we've been doing it since 1960 where we, we we light the tower up uh but this has probably changed over the years how many bulbs do we have up there
1: Well, we, we estimated it. Um, this is probably not an exact number. It's probably a a couple bulbs one way or the other, but it's 480. That's based on our spacing and the number of, there's eight strands of lights. There's four shorter strands and four longer strands. The long strands run up the legs of the tower. The tower is four sided. So it has four legs. And it goes from the very top to the very, to almost to the very bottom, uh, five feet from the bottom. Um, uh, and, uh, based on the count of bulbs and then the, the ones on the faces only go up uh, 200 uh, 200 feet of the 300 of the basically 300 feet it's 296 there's actually a there's actually a lightning rod on the top that's five feet long so so if you want to really get serious it is actually 301 or you want to be picky about it I asked you about how many bulbs
0: we had but are there any colors that were not allowed to use or, or well, can we use any for color many we years,
1: want for many years we thought that we weren't allowed to use green but I, I've i uh, have did a little research and that was more of an old wives tale than okay. anything so there are some green on there now but uh, i've been i've been adding colors because um we, we switched all the bulbs to led bulbs about five years ago and uh, it was kind of a gradual switch i had switched to fluorescence 10 years ago and we switched for not the reason that you might think we switched because they use less electricity and it's not, that, it's not that we're trying to save electricity, although that is a benefit. It, it, it's very hard to get the electricity into the tower from outside without, without a short. So we have, trans, we have a series of transformers that uh, allow the electricity into the tower without the radio waves coming back out. And we were we were having problems overloading the transformers because we were running the absolute maximum amount of bulbs we could run with the three transformers that we had so instead of getting larger transformers they said why don't we just get lower wattage bulbs well for years that that would have meant it would be dimmer but then the then the fluorescence came along and then later on the leds and they use a lot less energy to produce more light and that solved our problem, actually. So in layman's terms, it so, gave
0: us a little wiggle, wiggle room on the Yeah, we
1: actually have a lot of wiggle uh, <laughs> It uses now like 20% of what it used to use in electricity. The transformers used to get cherry red hot. I'd go up there and... You know, it was, wow. And now there's, uh, they're hardly warm at all. you know. So that'll, that'll give you an idea. And, and we used to burn out a transformer at like every two or three years. And since we switched, we haven't burned any out at all. So...
0: How long do the bulbs last? How how long do we get out of a bulb? Or do we just change them every year just because Uh, we're up there, we may as well do it?
1: There's no way of knowing the exact length, but probably four or five years. There's still a few fluorescents left on the tower. There are not too many. And what destroys the bulbs is uh, is wind. And uh, the worst possible scenario is wind and ice at the same time. So if we get an ice storm, like a freezing rainstorm, and then it gets windy, then we lose a lot of bulbs because of that. You know, there's not much we can do. So we usually replace about 20% of the bulbs a year. And I was saying before about the LED bulbs, they come in a lot more, a lot more different colors. So there's a few purples up there. And um, I thought for breast cancer awareness, pink would be good. And I was able to get like another 50 pink bulbs this year. So, uh, uh, so they, they those look really good. on the Yeah, tower, yeah, believe they, it or not. they look neat. So will be, you'll see those spotted in with the normal red, orange, yellow, green, and blue.
0: So are these light bulbs that I just walk into, you know, uh, Lowe's or Home Depot, and or the same bulbs? You, yeah, they are basically the
1: same bulbs. Um, uh, the only thing is, I order I order them online. You know, I get them from distribution warehouses around the country. And a some years it's harder to get them than other years. You know, but uh, I I was proactive this year and I ordered them two months early. I'm sure, we cause appreciate that. I, I was that. afraid of the supply chain shortages that were coming up, so. Uh, I was able to do quite well this year. I got got a lot of, uh, that's why I said I got uh, pink and purple uh, in addition to the regular colors. so
0: a little different. How long does it take to climb the tower? So we bring guys in every year to work on the tower for us, to inspect it, to, uh, in this case, change the bulbs, string the lights. Yeah, bottom to top, a non-stop yeah. flow how long does that take
1: dnl communications they've been doing it for many many years decades actually and um they service the tower and they put the bulbs up and uh, repair the wiring which we have a couple of wires that need to be repaired we had some damage over the summer during a couple of uh, summertime storms and uh it usually takes them about a day there's usually a crew of three sometimes they, it's just two but usually it's three uh they can climb th- these guys do it all the time they, and they work on thousand foot towers so our to them this is not a big tower Seems big, but it's not really to them. So they can shoot up the tower in twenty-five or thirty minutes to the top from the bottom with wow. a, with, with a whole load of stuff on their yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the big leather you buckets with their, saf- with, the... with their safety line on yeah. and all the equipment. And, That's pretty neat, you know, because they they remain attached to the tower. We have a safety line that goes up the steps of the tower, and then they attach themselves one, once they get up to the actual structure of the tower when they're up at the top.
0: So there's never a working. time where they're not tethered in one way or the other. Correct. They're they're always connected. They're
1: always connected. That's a mon-
0: of tower climbers always connected how far have you personally been up the tower
1: um i've only been up well close to
0: 100 feet or how long could you how far can you admit to going <laughs> i don't know if you're even allowed up well oh, i have
1: my own safety harness okay so, so, all right so you're you've been uh, I've up, been there. up a lot higher on other towers but uh th- this tower is challenging in the way it's designed um it has pegs instead of a ladder so it's a little harder to climb so uh i probably have a few extra pounds ha- hanging around here so um it happens so, with age, buddy. I've been buddy. up almost 100 <laughs> feet. Uh, you know, I'll do a little work around the bottom. You, you, you know, but uh, I'm getting a little bit old for that now. So, uh, but I've been up 400 feet on other towers, but uh, I reserve those for ones with ladders.
0: So we're gonna light some fireworks off on Wednesday night, or the the night before Thanksgiving. Does that make you nervous? So you're you're the guy who's responsible for this thing. It, it looks like the fireworks are kind of like right on top of the you know, building. And, and I have to imagine that it'd be an absolute nightmare if something were to hit the tower. But you probably know better than anyone, you know, how close those fireworks uh, actually are. Yeah. And, and, you know, if it makes you nervous, talk a little bit about that. Uh,
1: I don't think that's a, that's a, big, uh, that's a big issue because fireworks don't have enough power to do much damage. I mean, let me, let me pre, we get the, the Times Tower gets hit by lightning on average twice a year. Only twice a year. Yeah, that's average. I'm saying it only. Four, it, it might be four times one year and not at all the next. So uh, the power of a lightning bolt is a lot more damaging than a firework going off. So so fireworks aren't going to do survived anything It's also a couple the... of earthquakes, too. I was here during the earthquake a few years ago, and uh, it was moving around a lot. But it, it it's designed to give a little bit, the way that it, the way the tower is built. And that makes it very strong.
0: Okay, so worst thing fireworks are going to do is maybe knock knock out a couple of bulbs. That's pretty. We're not going to knock much, the tower over. It's
1: not going to knock the tower
0: over. Lightning bad fireworks. Eh, we're yeah, not worried about yeah. it. Yeah,
1: I mean uh, that tower could take a lot.
0: Earthquakes. Mm, let's keep our fingers crossed. It survived a
1: couple. No problem at all. It, it, it hasn't uh, flinched. So uh, it's it. As I said, it was built back in 1949, and they did a nice job. It was it was the best that money could buy it's still in really good condition so it's
0: it's headed toward 100 years old we're not quite there yet but it's we're we're inching our way there
1: yeah and you know it's amazing we we have all this new technology these days but um you know that was built in the era of things like the Empire State Building and and some of the great older skyscrapers, and uh, they seem to be uh, holding holding their ground pretty well.
0: Back in 1973, um, we limited the number of days the tower was lit due to the energy crisis. Um, we agreed that we we run it all night like we normally do on Christmas Eve, but there were days that we we didn't run it and or light it, and we had a, a couple of days uh, where we limited the amount of time it was off in the. 60 years or so that we've been lighting the towers, has, has there ever been a, a, a disaster or something bad happened that prevented us from lighting it? Or have, have, have we got a pretty solid track record of being able to light that baby every year?
1: We, we've really never had any problems. We do, we do actually turn the lights off uh, during, during normal time. At um, When I say normal time, I mean not Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Uh, the, of course, we run that 24 hours, but we normally knock it off about 2 in the morning. You know, to save electricity, you know, so uh, so we've been doing it that way for a number of years. We've had a timer down there and quite quite a while. So and uh, but but we've really had no incidences of that. Uh, The only time we've ever turned it off is voluntarily, you know, you know, uh, for some for some reason. So we've turned it on more than we've turned it off.
0: Yeah, I get you. Um, Over the years, uh, we've lit the tower to honor people. When the Iranian hostages were freed, uh, Michael Matranko returned home. So we lit the tower for him. And I think that was maybe April of 91, uh, in, in rather in 81. In 81, we actually turned the tower lights off. I didn't know this until today. We actually turned the tower lights off for an hour as we joined a global movement to dim Christmas lights on Christmas Eve to honor the citizens of Poland who were struggling under martial law. And in recent years, we've lit the tower to honor healthcare workers, first responders, essential workers during the height of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, earlier this year, we turned the lights on uh, in memory of Times Tribune COO Hal Marion, who passed away in April. When we turn the lights on like that, kind of a spur of the moment thing, is that a curveball for you or are they just always ready to go?
1: They're not always ready. They're to not go. always ready to go. No, Um the transformers, when when we're not when it's not Christmas season, we disconnect the transformers from the tower. Um, that way, they're not subject to uh, problems with uh, uh, you know uh, variances in electric you know currents and such that could damage them. Again, they're very expensive. Also, lightning, of course, you know we don't want them getting damaged by lightning because those, as I said, there's three transformers and they're over a thousand dollars a piece, so they cost uh, as much as the bulbs, you know. So. Um, uh you know so we 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 keep we keep them turned off And also it's easier to operate uh, the the radio stations uh, you know uh in the it does affect the am signal a little not a lot but a little bit we might lose 5 or 10% of the signal when we have them connected so we disconnect them so whenever we reconnect them we have to uh there's certain procedures we have to do to we have to check what's called the base impedance um, and the measurement of the resistance of the tower it takes a little bit of time and effort. So uh, some adjustments sometimes have to be made.
0: So basically, you get a phone call from someone that says, Fitzgerald, we're going to light the tower. And then you just snap into you're the firefighter. Then, you're and then, down and then, the pole and, and working on the lights. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and, it,
1: and it takes a few hours at least to, to, to bring them back up.
0: On the day before Thanksgiving at 6 p.m., uh, we're going to count down. We're going to light the tower at 6. Then we're going to uh, celebrate with fireworks What's our greatest challenge to pulling that event off? Aside from lightning, I got to think wind is our is our big.
1: It's it's an issue, uh, and 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 I, I mentioned the worst possible scenario is freezing rain. Snow doesn't really affect it. Freezing rain does affect it a big time. So. So uh, if uh, a rain, a cold rain event with windy weather is not good. That's not good for fireworks either. So. No,
0: I don't think anybody wants to stand in the freezing rain, so yeah. we're hoping for, for good weather. All right, last question. Fact or fiction. Santa Claus uses the Times Tower as a beacon to find northeast Pennsylvania as he delivers gifts for kids on Christmas Eve. Fact or hmm. fiction?
1: I'm thinking that one might be a fact. Yeah, I gotta say. I think all the pilots would go along with that, too, that fly aircraft into Avolca because... It is the landmark. They use the land. So I, I would think Santa would use the same landmark.
0: Outstanding. Kevin, thanks a lot for doing this. No problem.
1: Thank you, Ed.